Welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers on irishtalkers.com. Good evening, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters, listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers on irishtalkers.com. Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. You can also find us on Facebook as the Talk Show for Talkers. And we always, and we look forward to your comments, questions, feedback, and you may even decide that is an evaluation. You can also listen to previous shows on our website, irishtalkers.com. We also publish the Public Speaking Weekly, and this is a roundup of links from the internet. It's all about Toastmasters, public speaking, fear of public speaking, confidence, leadership, so look out for the newspaper link on our website. My name is Ted Melamphy, and I'm joined again this week by the prolific, passionate Paul O'Mahony. Thank you very much for the introduction, Ted. I'm grateful for it. It's a delight to be here with you. Thank you, Paul, and it's always a delight to be with you. And, of course, we have the magnificent, multi-talented, mindful, and even motivating Myra O'Brien. I think we, we should be able to cut down on the backslapping a little bit, Ted. One person can only be one of these things at a time, surely. We can't be yeah, all Yeah, but you're multi-talented. Paul is persuasive. <laughs> Today's show, listeners, we have the usual mix. We will have a thought for the week. We will have a word for the week. And this is a show that's going to be slightly coming at you from left field because we haven't got the usual mix of what we have in segment three and segment four because we have a special guest which you will be tuning into tomorrow around this time. That will be Saturday afternoon because we have District Director 71, John Cox, to talk to us about Toastmasters and his travels through the organisation right to the very top of the point. Well, I'm, I'm eagerly awaiting hearing our district director and his words of wisdom, assuming, of course, they are words of wisdom, which uh, I think we have to assume that uh, having reached the dizzy heights of uh, district director, that he knows what he's talking about. Oh, he certainly does, because we were so fortunate that we had our district director in Division A for our for our humorous speech and table topics contest. And he was our, our guest from District 71, and he did a marvelous job, and he enthused us all. And it's always, it's always a pleasure and a privilege to have someone from the district leadership team to come along to our division finals. This is the only chance that lots of our members will get to meet our district director. Indeed, and uh, I was very pleased to see that he came and he was very uh, encouraging say, at our, uh, at our uh, division um, conference, division c- contest. It was, and we, we, we also had the advantage that we had the persuasive, prolific and passionate Paul O'Mahony as the contest chair. He did, he was. Paul, come on, you're being very quiet. Let's hear... And Paul did a superb, <laughs> superb job particularly since the district director was sitting there. What, well, was that exper- what was that experience like, Paul, being the contest chair for the division final? Oh, Ted, it was humiliating. No, no, no. It was, <laughs> it was, uh, was it, uh, what was it? I mean, after all the, mis- all, the mis- all the mistakes I made, Ted, I've got them all listed down. 
But one of the things is that I really do think it's a very good experience for uh, every Toastmaster to have as soon as they're, they feel up to it. I think it's a terrific opportunity. You get, you get nicely nervous. You have to read the rule book. You have to read all a lot of briefing notes. You have to be aware of what lots of other people have to do. And you have to do a massive amount of impromptu speaking. Yeah. And you know, why did I join Toastmasters? It was to become better at being in command of what I was meant to be in command of. And secondly, to be able to speak off the cuff in a way that would hold other people's attentions. So, as far as I'm concerned, it was terrific. You made one very important observation there. You said you made so many mistakes as the contest chair. Well, what you, they're not mistakes, they're opportunities for learning. And if you, oh. can learn, if you can learn half the things you felt that you didn't do right, what a fantastic day's work that is. Well, one of the most amusing moments for me was when I almost, if it wasn't for my, the team supporting me, I almost forgot to introduce John Cox, the <laughs> district director. I yeah. almost uh, dropped him off the agenda. Yeah. So <laughs> I shall never forget that. And it's not as if the, the district director was sitting down at the back of the room. He was right bang plumb in the center of the room in the front row. <laughs> well, yes, and uh, that was the moment when I wasn't... Uh, trying to catch his eye. I was trying to catch your eye and you were sitting way back in the room. That's right. So I was distracted. Now look here, do you have any quotation for us this week? I have. I have. I have a a lovely quotation given to us by one one of the most historical and persuasive people who lived on this planet. This is given to us by Nelson Mandela. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. So the brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. Well, that's very true, Ted. I think that that'll apply to almost everyone. If they can conquer the fear, that yeah, is. Indeed. There, when you see the brave man is either foolhardy, which probably applies to most of our young soldiers who know no yes. better than to rush into battle f- without thinking about their own safety. Or it is those who have a sincere desire to prove something or to achieve something and the risk is worth taking. Nice explanation of that piece by Nelson Mandela, Mara. Thank you. The word I find most interesting in the quotation is the word conquer. Yes. And uh, it's interesting that for me personally because I've never really thought that I'm able to conquer something. I'm able to live with fear, be aware of my own vulnerability to fear. Conquering it is terrific if you can do it. And it's also a very evocative word. It's a terrific word for somebody to use. And especially when you're talking to, let's say, a big group of people to Mm -hmm. conquer something. Let's go and conquer. And I suppose 
that's what who was the man who came down from Asia and set out to conquer Europe Genghis Khan Genghis Khan Genghis Khan, mm. Genghis Khan was a superb conqueror so was Alexander the Great mm. um, these people are usually military uh, people and Nelson Mandela wasn't a military person so it's interesting, but it's just a, a, an example of using a, ver, a word that catches the attention of your audience, something yes, that but, we... But, yeah, Paul, I'd like to broaden the context of um, the brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, because that could be down to you personally. You might be just after getting some dramatic and drastic news from your own doctor. And then you'll have the challenge, depending on what that doctor said to you, that you might have to conquer your fear because of the road you're going to have to go go down because of something that you're after getting that might be ending your life very shortly. Well, we could discuss this for a long time. And if we do that, I think we won't get an opportunity to introduce a word of the week. I have a special reason for introducing this word, which I think is the most useful word in the English language as far as Toastmasters are concerned. The word is excellence. And the reason I say it's the most useful word, it is the word, for example, that reminds us of why uh, Toastmasters was set up there were a group of people who wanted to get better. They wanted to be able to speak with distinction. And the word is, is something that gives a person an ambition. However, it's got a disability, the word excellence. And the disability, as far as I'm concerned, is the idea that you might ever arrive there. So one of the most uh, silly and arrogant things to say is... I have reached a standard of excellence. And indeed, the sensible thing to say is I'm working towards excellence. Another thing about it is that it happens to be the number one word of our district director, John Cox, who we're going to hear in tomorrow's episode. The word excellence is the word that he has most spoken about as what clubs and individuals ought to be aiming for and not to be satisfied with less than excellence. But John has emphasized that it's a road to excellence rather than let's just get to the distinguished club standard or anything like that. Let's carry on a road to excellence. And that's why I think that for all club officers, particularly for club presidents, this word would be a very good word to be bringing into their introduction to meetings throughout this coming year. It's a nice paradigm to even live by, actually, as individuals, that you should always strive for excellence. You may never reach it, but at least strive for it. Yes, it was Aristotle who said excellence is never an accident. It's always the result of high intention, sincere effort, and intelligent execution. It represents the wise choice of many alternatives. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. And once again, 
it was Ralph Marston who said excellence is not a skill, it's an attitude. It is, yeah, I have to agree with that. And that's why I thought you flagged it for our district director, John Cox, because he does use that word quite a lot, striving for excellence in everything that we do in Toastmasters. Well, I think a district director and indeed a club president has an opportunity during their year in office to adopt one single word as the word for which they're going to be remembered and associated. Mm. And I think that is an excellent uh, practice that John uh, Cox is demonstrating. And it's something that I would urge every one of our leaders who are listening to this episode to adopt. And I think uh, that is going to bring us somewhat prematurely, I feel, because we could carry on talking about this forever. That brings us to the end of this segment. And do join us again tomorrow when we will bring you the the first of uh, three chats with our district director, John Cox. So we'll see you tomorrow. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.